Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to it. It's great to have you with us, Triple Eight, 93 Starting the week together. Uh, what a crushing blow yesterday. Jeez. Uh, having Kobe Bryant and his daughter, nine people in total, go down in a, in a helicopter crash in California. Oof. Kobe Bryant, um, just 41 years old. His daughter was 13. He retired, what, maybe four years ago? So Less than that, yeah. Hasn't even gone into the Hall of Fame yet. And uh, and we lost him. Jeez. Uh, so, pretty shocking. I, 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 don't, I don't know what it was ab- about um, this particular death. It, it really kind of rocked me. Yeah. You feel that way too? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, someone that's younger than you. Yeah. Um, that yeah. And, and so unexpectedly, it's not like he was. Right. It's you know, not like he was sick a, or mm-hmm. anything. Yeah. Really, uh, really, really tragic. And I think the the fact that he is the father of four young girls um, mm-hmm. adds into that. Uh, just, yeah, it's terrible. I hate it. Um yeah, I'm like you. It really moved me. Yeah, it was really very, very shocking. Uh, a shock to the system, and I, I think to most people's systems. And, of course, many are going to say, oh, well, what about the 2003 incident? And, yes, they was not a perfect guy, that's for sure. Um, he had some incidents. The charges were dropped in that rape case, by the way. Yeah, and I don't know. They did that... reach a settlement of some kind mm-hmm. in, a, in a civil uh, trial. Yeah, I don't. I don't know that within a couple of hours after someone's death. Yeah, you really want. But that's what you hear, and that's exactly that's what, what you uh, hear. Uh, some reporters were doing yesterday. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they would. They would be. Uh, but a pretty uh, amazing guy and uh, an amazing basketball player and a Hall of Famer, obviously, going to go into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, and uh, on Saturday he had. Um, Tweeted out something to LeBron James actually uh, about keeping the the legacy of basketball going. Yeah, because um, Saturday night LeBron passed him for third mm-hmm. all time in scoring in the NBA. Yeah. Saturday night LeBron passed him. Saturday Sunday morning he died. Wow. Yeah, continuing to move the game forward, King James. Much respect, my brother. Man, that's yeah. ah really sad. You just never know, man. Life and death, completely Deaths, unpredictable. For sure. Live every day. That's exactly what I thought. I mean, you could go at any with, time mm-hmm. with for uh, any cause. Uh, it's just, it's crazy. It's so fleeting. And it, it uh, takes celebrities as well as uh, people nobody knows about, except their family and loved ones. Um, speaking of which, this coronavirus continues to get uh, more and more serious. There's 56 million people quarantined now in 14 cities in China. Uh, 41 dead, 1,200 infected. They say it has about the same death rate right now as the Spanish flu did in 1918, which killed 50 million people. Wow. Uh, I was thinking the death... The, the mortality rate wasn't that high because it's not even it's not even 10%. 10% would be 120, right? We're at 40, 41. Hmm. 
But uh, we have it in the United States, five cases confirmed in the U.S. Obviously, China has it, Japan, South Korea, Taiwan, Thailand. Now also, uh, Vietnam, Singapore, Saudi Arabia, Hong Kong. Uh, There's a confirmed case in France now. 14 people in the U.K. are being tested for it. Also, uh, Russia is uh, has some suspected cases. They haven't confirmed yet. Yeah, it's all yeah. over the place. Yeah, they're, they're you know tracing it back to bats and snakes. They're thinking now that maybe the snakes were just infected from eating the bats. But um, bottom line is, don't eat bats. Don't eat bats. Don't eat snakes. Don't eat these weird exotic animals. I mean, mm-hmm. there's been video circulating of people in China eating live mice uh, over the weekend. Um, oh my god! Did they not really? Oh, 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 that's nasty. Oh no, no, no. Oh my! Yes, no. <laughs> so uh, China didn't learn their lesson because that's how SARS started. Okay, that country needs to learn that um, some animals just aren't meant to be eaten. Yeah. In the town where this happened, mm-hmm. is they have a laboratory there where they study this stuff like SARS and Ebola, and in fact, the United States was telling them, eh, this facility ain't the best setup for... Uh, but they're not saying that this escaped from there, but it's just like Wuhan just needs to start over, and they might have their opportunity. Um, but it is a uh, it's a nasty place, and uh, thank God I was born in America after some of the stuff hmm. I read over the weekend and saw on Twitter, and oh, gosh, don't go looking for those videos. It's nasty. Yeah, I got no desire to watch people eat live rats. That's uh, that's gross. Oh, come on. Not live rats. Don't be ridiculous. Oh, just mice. Just the mice, man. Okay. Rats? Come on. I mean, do they? are they doing it as a dare, or do they no, think no. it's... Oh, no, no. It tastes good. That no, guy, I mean, that is unbelievable. They are served on a plate with sauce. Ah! Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> really? Wow. Okay. China's a strange uh, place. Right? That is, it is a strange place. And again, 17 years ago, <laughs> could have learned your lesson with SARS, but you didn't. You know, who are we to cast dispersions except for we're the people that don't have the coronavirus starting here? Yes. We're and, those people. Okay. And, That's who we are. And, and far be it for our president <laughs> to try to, you know, lock down our country when stuff like this happens. Yeah. You don't want to do but that. No, 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 no. You don't want to do that. Um, Did you... uh? I posted the last 60 seconds of the Gwyneth Paltrow um, contagion movie. Oh, okay. I mean, it is. That is today, right now in China. Yeah, it is. The last. It's a spoiler alert. If you don't want to know the end of that yeah, movie. It, it's it's only about 20 years old. 18, 20 years. Nine years old. Nine. That's nine close. Uh-huh. <laughs> but. Uh, okay. Nine years is plenty of time. I mean. If we, you're going to watch contagion, you should have seen it by now. But if you th- if you think, oh my gosh, I was just going to watch that tonight. Okay, then avert your eyes for 60 seconds. I mean, right down to the bats. Although the people that wrote Contagion weren't silly enough to have them eating <sighs> bat. Man. But it just shows how it gets into the food stream. And my goodness, just all I... Let's go back to a theme we had on the show last week. Wash your hands. Yeah. Well, it yes. so much. Watch this. Do we have it? No, watch what? what are we oh, watching? I thought you were going to... I thought we had the... I thought we no, had the do you want seconds. him to pull the clip? Well, yeah. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I, mean, I just you, said I tweeted it this week just in case anybody gets some safety tips there. All right, guys. I'll all send excited it to about it. Oh, Last 60 seconds of contagion. Yeah. yeah. Who yeah. doesn't want to watch that? Uh-huh. Okay. Well, we'll do that. 
Here, here's a hint. She, uh, well, I we'll won't just give play you a it hint. later. We'll play yeah, it. Later. We'll just play it. So if you don't want it spoiled later, we'll give you plenty of warning. But it's, uh, yeah, it's that's what we're living now. But again, we have five confirmed cases now, uh, and they're all from people uh, who went to China. In fact, Wuhan, China, uh, and then came back sick. So two new ca- new cases were reported on s- yesterday. One in Los Angeles County in California, of course. The other in Maricopa County, Arizona. The latter case was someone with ties to Arizona State who didn't live in school housing and has a history of going to Wuhan. <clears throat> so hmm. they won't tell uh, much more information than that. The L.A. patient apparently alerted authorities that he wasn't feeling well as he arrived at the L.A. International Airport. He immediately taken to the hospital. Um, I don't know if they did it in one of those bubbles like have you seen that where uh they took somebody out of an airport i don't even know where that was in a giant container yeah (laughs) just to keep them away from everybody else now from what i understand you have to shake hands or get coughed on this isn't like airborne right it's it travels from human touch so like if you shake a flag if i shook your hand and i had the virus and then you touch your eyes yes Goes through your eyes. Yes. Or your mouth. Or your nose. Yep. Those three entryways. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And so if you just don't shake hands with people and don't get coughed on, you should mm-hmm. be fine. Okay. Well. You should be fine. Should be. I mean, you know, there there comes time a, a time when we maybe just don't shake hands with people. I'm good with that. <laughs> and this might be it. I d- well, you know, maybe that's what <clears throat> Prince Charles, I mean, I know we're getting off subject here, but... Uh, We'll have to get to it later because uh, he he avoids uh, shaking hands sometimes. Do, do you want to play that right now or do you want to uh, do yeah. that later? Let's yeah. do it. Let's do Prince Charles. Watch this. Watch this. He's, he's shaking hands and I went, oh, Mike Pence. Nope. Not shaking your hand. Oh, that is really. Play that again. What a jerk. That's Prince ugly. Charles, you're such a jerk for no reason. You pompous prick. Shaky hands. Yeah, look at that. Oh, hello. Just walked right past Mike Pence. Uh-huh. Pence looks a little dejected there yep. too, like, and he started oh. to reach out his hand, like, "Hey, oh. wasn't that Karen Pence right next to him too?" They just he skipped right past the Pence that couple. Is amazing. Such a jerk. Ugh, such a little man. Wow, is that ugly? Mm-hmm. And you know, you're supposed to be better than that in the royal family, but aren't again, you? Again, well, yes. However, he's also maybe setting that example of how not to Ooh. spread the coronavirus. Maybe that's right. I mean. Again, well, we didn't d- think of that. Didn't, he didn't mind spreading it to the other people. Yes, but. yes, but he has respect for the vice president of uh, the United States of America. I don't think that's how Pence took it. No, it's not. Yeah, it didn't look like it. Pence didn't take it like, hey, he didn't want to give me the coronavirus. Yeah, because that's, that's pretty cool. Just as <laughs> just as Charles moves past him, you can see Pence's hand is up like, oh, no, okay then. Yeah. Sure. Uh, wow. That, that was ugly. Yep. That one hurt. That left a mark. And that was... Uh, some of the goings on at Davos. <sighs> why? Why do we keep sending people to Davos? Who cares? Uh, <laughs> stay home at this yeah. point. And you know, I mean, douches like Prince Charles are there. Uh, and I guess he thinks he's better than Mike Pence. I'm sure he thinks uh, he's saving the planet with this global warming nonsense. And by the way. Is he ever saving the planet? He took three private jets <laughs> and flew 16,000 miles to get to Davos. Th- uh, 16,000 miles in 11 days on three private jets and a helicopter to get a photo op 
with uh, climate alarmist Greta Thunberg. <laughs> the hypocrisy. So unbelievable. He spent uh, decades raising the alarm uh, about climate change. And, of course, yes, contributed to it in a massive way mm-hmm. uh, last week. An empty jet was dispatched from Vienna to Wales okay. to pick up the prince. Okay, so they went from Vienna to Wales. Didn't have to. Uh, that plane dumped 10,000 tons of carbon into the atmosphere on its roughly 1,000-mile flight. He then flew to Muscat, the capital of Oman, to pay his respect to the new Sultan of Oman. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So he's fine with the Sultan of, of Oman, but not Mike Pence. That 3,800-mile flight <clears throat> dumped 34 tons of carbon. How did a 1,000-mile flight dump 10,000 tons of carbon? I don't know. Is there math and involved? a 3,800-mile flight dumped 34 tons. This feels like math. Yeah, that feels wrong to me. But that plane then flew back empty to Vienna, <laughs> dumping another 26 tons yeah. of carbon. A different plane left England to pick up the prince in Oman, another 33 tons of carbon. Okay. Our round trip got him back to Buckingham Palace uh, to talk about the most pressing issue in the world. Uh, That's, of course, uh, climate change. Really? Wait. Climate change. Wait, with with the corona? Okay, never mind. Yeah, Uh, it's climate change. Climate change. It's Mm -hmm. always climate change. You should know they're like a Mm -hmm. perennial number one. They're Mm -hmm. a juggernaut. It's climate change. The most pressing issue in the world always going to be climate change. Climate change. 71-year-old prince had to take a chopper to meet the queen 130 miles, uh, two tons of carbon. Then after (laughs) the meeting, he jumped into another chopper for a 200-mile flight to Scotland. Another two tons of carbon. (laughs) Helicopter flew 250 miles back to its base. Another four tons of carbon. But Charles didn't hang around long. He jumped into another private jet (laughs) to fly 750 miles to Davos and another 18 tons of carbon. With the five empty leg flights, his uh, transport vehicles flew more than 16,000 miles in less than two weeks at an estimated cost to taxpayers of $330,000. And his jets and choppers emitted more than 162 metric tons of carbon, 18 times the average of Britain's annual total. 18 times the average of the whole of Britain. Yeah, so? (laughs) I mean, that is... uh, He's royalty. That is unbelievable. 18 times what the whole country does. It can't be helped. I'm sorry. It can't be helped. No, he's too important. Well, yeah, right? he, he, he can't be expected to do what you little people do. And like you mentioned, he had to get to Davos so that he could uh, do a photo op with um, with Greta, with a little girl um, yeah. who keeps skipping school, but avoid the photo op with the vice president of the United States. God, that's just, oh, that pisses me off. Yeah. That really, I mean, that was an ugly, like, international incident. Uh, and I'm not hearing anybody talk about it. No. And you're not going to. 888-933-93. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Um, let me tell you about Patriot Mobile. There's impeachment going on. There's gun confiscation. Abortion, of course. Open borders. San Francisco and Virginia. Uh, you know, they're trying to take your guns away from you. 
And it's all funded by major corporations like Verizon and AT&T. We don't even realize that we're funding the machine trying to destroy our Constitution, our values, and our country every time we pick up the phone if we're with those corporations. These big companies constantly partner with the left. But who's partnering with you? Well, Patriot Mobile is. Patriot Mobile is the only phone company protecting the Constitution and American values with every call you make by donating a portion of your bill to conservative causes. And they don't just talk the talk. They walk the walk. They participated in the March for Life uh, and the Pro-Life Summit. Plans start at just 25 bucks a month and come with unlimited talk, text, and the same reliable nationwide service with no hidden fees. Go to patriotmobile.com slash pat. And when you use the offer code PAT, you'll get a free month of service when you open a new line. Or call their U.S.-based customer service team at 877-367-7524. We need to stick together when it comes to the, you know, the companies we support. PatriotMobile.com slash PAT or 867-367. It's 877-367-7524. Pat, so um, we do have um, video from that uh, safety uh, that training video called Contagion. Okay. Would you like to see how to not uh, mm-hmm. spread third world diseases that uh, kill? That would be helpful. All right, so here we are. We're in the wilds. Okay, some bats flying around. Okay, all right, so there's, this is how it happens. Oh, they landed on bananas. bananas. Yeah, look at that. Bats eating bananas and whatnot. Now he's flying away. This is the end of Contagion. This is a spoiler alert, y'all. The end of Contagion. Yeah, this is how it all happened. It, millions of people and then, died. See, look at that. See the bat poops. The pig the eats. Eat it. Eats the the bat poop. Mm-hmm. And then he's just hanging out there. And then he gets okay. This is gross now, y'all. See this? It's getting gross. And look at that. I'm gonna buy a pig. <laughs> he bought he bought the pig that ate the bat poop. Uh, that wasn't a good idea. Nope. Of course he didn't know. Yeah, but... he didn't. He didn't know. Yeah. Okay, now we're in Gross Town. Look out, see? So we got the chef who now has the pig that ate the bat poop, and then he's got a, an employee there going, Oh, hey, Gwyneth Paltrow's here. She wants to sell you some candles. Yay. And the guy's like, Wipes yep. it on his Wipes- apron. Oh, and he shakes her hand. Look at the candles in the background now. They are suspect with new knowledge we have in the But last he few didn't weeks. wash his hands. He just wiped uh-huh. it on his apron, then yeah. shook Gwyneth Paltrow's hand. Yep. Then she got, you know, she wiped it on her eyes or wherever, and she got sick. Flew back to Merca and spread it and. Mm hmm. Cheated on her husband. That's that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Did that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from there, the world enjoyed uh, yep. that disease. After that, she went to, uh, she went and played, like, uh, she gambled, played a bunch of games, I gotta go spread back it around this. there. So have to go back and watch A bunch of people movie. touched her then. Uh, so, yeah. So so the point is, no, it doesn't pay to gamble. No, right. Right? It doesn't pay to cheat on your spouse. Thank you. It uh, doesn't pay to eat um, uh, pig infected with bat poop disease. Right. Those are your three takeaways. So you write them down, and uh, maybe you takeaways. can do your part to stop the spread of the coronavirus, because I'm sure they're very similar. Okay? Mm-hmm. Remember, no gambling, mm-hmm. no cheating, right. and no eating bat poop. Or okay. bat in general, just to be safe. <clears throat> I'm all about that. Well, China apparently is not, because they're eating bat at a. Mar- I would never and, buy and something at a market, like a like a 
the, the exotic animals that they eat in these markets. Yeah. What, I, it's just a whole new world, man. I mean, that it's bad I have enough. No interest in if it's USDA inspected. It's bad enough. Yeah, because they're barely what is it, one out of what do we have that mm. one out of a hundred roughly or less than that that mm-hmm. get inspected. Mm. Yeah, but they, I mean, I think they have better conditions than in China. I think we have yes slightly higher standards yes. than China. And the point being is that our standards are low to begin with. Yeah. So. <laughs> so anyway, it's scary enough here. Yeah. Let alone China, where you can just pick things up at markets where they're not uh, uh, they're not regulated at all. Uh, a little scary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A little scary. All right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. And that's what leads to 56 million people being quarantined in 14 different cities in uh, China. 41 people dead, 1,200 infected. Those are probably very low numbers. Yeah. I bet the actual numbers are much higher than that. Yeah, you're trusting a communist country for these yeah. numbers, I'd like to point out. Yeah, they're not telling the truth. You know they're not. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Sanders, apparently, Bernie Sanders, back in the lead in this Iowa race. According to uh, the New York Times, he appears to be peaking just as the caucuses approach, but many Iowa voters said they could still change their mind. Mm -hmm. Right now, uh, this particular poll from the New York York Times has Sanders at 25, Buttigieg 18, Biden 17, Warren 15. So he's, he's up by seven points over second place Buttigieg. Then you got Klobuchar at eight, Steyer three, Yang three. Wow. Michael uh, Bloomberg not in. I see that. Not in that at all. I mean, despite about all getting that money he spent, no bang for your buck. No kidding. At least at this point. Good. Hmm. Uh, I think in national polls he's doing a little bit better than he is in say Iowa. Well, let's see. You, I, I okay. So Bloomberg. Well, he's got a. Don't pull the Giuliani and start caring too late, you know. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, Sanders is far and away ahead in that national poll from the New York Times. There's an NBC poll that just came out as well where he's far and away ahead, I believe it is. Um, so, yeah, Sanders is peaking with what we're at one week from today. Oh, yep. Yes, exactly one week from right now. February 3rd. Uh is Sanders and Buttigieg lead the Democrat presidential race in New Hampshire. So Iowa and New Hampshire, they're running one and two right now. Uh, while the top four Democrats all enjoy early advantages against Donald Trump in hypothetical general election map- matchups. In the initial NBC News Marist poll, uh, state of New Hampshire poll, it looks like Sanders gets the support of 22% of likely voters with Buttigieg at 17. Uh, then Joe Biden at 15, Elizabeth Warren at 13, and Klobuchar 10. That's pretty consistent. Yeah, it is. With the other one. Yeah, it, it's pretty close. I, I'm looking at the Fox News poll, uh, and this one is more about... It looks like the, how the Democrats do against uh, Donald Trump. And supposedly, hey, I don't know. I just don't believe this. Mm-hmm. Sanders has opened up a, well, okay, Joe Biden has a nine-point lead. Mike Bloomberg has an eight-point lead. Head-to-head against over Trump. Over the president. Got it. 
Bernie Sanders, six-point lead, five for Elizabeth Warren. And uh, let's see, Buttigieg and Amy Klobuchar, Klobuchar also lead him. That Come on now. Okay, come on. <laughs> Pete Buttigieg and Amy Klobuchar would beat Donald Trump? Well, she's gonna, you know that's not possible. Well, I mean, she's hoping to win a joke off. Because <laughs> she's so witty and You might as humorous. well say Michael Bennett beats Donald Trump, too. Somebody nobody even knows is in the race. Yeah, he's, he's got like a 38-point lead over the president. And I think, actually, it's a joke, right, that you say Michael Bennett. I do believe, and I've thought this, because he was one of my final seven that I thought was going to make the cut. Mm-hmm. Michael Bennett, I, I actually think, would have a shot because he is more the moderate voice, kind of the adult in the room. Um, I, not, does, does, he's not this abrasive socialist. Exactly. Nobody and let's keep him. it that way Yeah. because I think he could win. But I know I'm the only one that has that opinion. You know who else could win? Uh, Andrew Yang's people are really... Uh, out there touting him and this uh, poll that came out where he is all the way up to um, fourth place in a national poll. Pat, I don't know if you saw that. He's a uh, big yeah, numbers, big numbers for the Yang gang. Yeah. And fourth place is uh 8%. That's time for a party. So, That's time yeah. for a Yang party with whipped yeah. cream and everything. You know, <laughs> I mean, look at that 8%. This national poll has Biden. Number one, 30% Sanders at 27. Warren, 13, Yang, yeah. eight. 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 8%. Put that in your pipe and smoke it, Emerson College polling. Followed by Bloomberg at seven. Six for Buttigieg, Klobuchar, four, and then 1% for Gabbard, Bennett, Steyer, Delaney, uh, Pat, du- Patrick, Patrick is zero. Duval, Patrick. Yeah, when, when, when someone else at 2% is beating you, wow. it's time to wave goodbye. This ball game is over. Milo Hamilton. Hmm. Uh, that was probably a, um, a reference that not a lot of people knew. That's too bad. Yeah. Houston Astros fans get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, he was the Braves announcer when uh, Hank Aaron hit his uh, 715th home run. I know. Yeah. So. Yep. I know. What a legend. He was. Yeah. He was a legend. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, uh, the Fox News poll also shows that fifty percent of people want uh, Donald Trump to be removed from office by the Senate. That's also hard to believe. Fifty percent of Americans want him removed. I these Fox News polls. I don't know. He That's might weird. be onto something. Fox yeah. News. Uh, these are showing him to be. I. I mean, not nearly as popular as other polls are showing him to be. Uh, didn't he just have his biggest approval rating in yeah, one of these? Yeah, we got a poll uh, that just uh, came out, this quarterly poll, showing his uh, job approval averages. And uh, higher now than at any time in his presidency, even right after he was inaugurated. It's even higher than that. Look at that, 43.3% approval. It was 413 right after he was inaugurated. 43.3 is still pretty low, but, uh, okay, yeah, but at least. But that's the average yeah. Uh, approval, yeah. Okay. Um, so, there you go. 43% approval in a Gallup poll. In the middle of impeachment. and But you have that poll, but Democrat voters themselves, unless it's the far fringe, don't care. Uh, we've got, you know, video. You want to play the Chuck Todd clip? Because this illustrates it perfectly. What's happening with voter apathy with uh, with impeachment? Play the Chuck Todd clip. Vote for acquittal. Can I just say, Maureen Dowd had a 
fascinating little nugget in her column today. I want to put it up here. One Democratic Senate staffer mourned the apathy. Our phones aren't ringing, he told me. Nobody cares. It's the saddest thing ever. <laughs> the fact that you don't have... Even yep. Democrats storming the nope. Capitol of protests, Amy, yeah, I, it's not there. I was in Iowa. No one talked about this. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Nobody cares, man. How great is that? <laughs> they're, so, they're so forlorn about it. Uh -huh. They're all torn up inside over it. Nobody <laughs> cares. Why don't they care about impeaching this guy? Nobody's Why calling we? our offices. Nobody's calling, demanding we impeach him. Why? Why? <laughs> <laughs> That is so great because these these people in their little circle of liberal friends in New York, that's how they all think. They all think everybody wants him gone. They all believe that everybody thinks the way they do because they never get out of their little of their little click. If you got out of your little clicks, you would understand. Yeah, the people don't want Donald Trump impeached. It, there's so such a lack of interest that there's a story where even the uh, the gallery in the Senate is barren, and senators are like, "This is history being made. Nobody's here watching us. Where is everybody?" It's just <laughs> because we want it over with, man. There's so nothing great. there. I can't wait till we lay out the clip uh, later that shows there's nothing there. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. At Gray Unleashed. Fifty percent of Americans, according to a Fox News poll, uh, want the president to be removed from office by the Senate trial. That seems hard to believe. That seems really hard to believe. Uh, on on Friday, Mike Papura laid out some key facts, six of them, in this uh, whole situation. And uh, yeah, I think you might enjoy them. What we're left with are six key facts that have not and will not change. First... The transcript shows that the president did not condition either security assistance or a meeting on anything. The paused security assistance funds aren't even mentioned on the call. Second, President Zelensky and other Ukrainian officials have repeatedly said that there was no quid pro quo and no pressure on them to review anything. Third. President Zelensky and high-ranking Ukrainian officials did not even know, did not even know the security assistance was paused until the end of August, over a month after the July 25 call. Fourth, not a single witness testified that the president himself said that there was any connection between any investigations and security assistance, a presidential meeting, or anything else. Fifth, the security assistance flowed on September 11, and a presidential meeting took place on September 25, without the Ukrainian government announcing any investigations. Huh. Finally, the Democrats' blind drive to impeach the president does not and cannot change the fact, as attested to by the Democrats' own witnesses, that President Trump has been a better friend and stronger supporter of Ukraine than his predecessor. Thank you. Those are the facts. Yes. 
those are the facts, and they're irrefutable. You know, they kept saying uh, uncontested fact. Well, those are all uncontested facts. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could contest them if you want to, but um, there's plenty of proof backing up each of those statements. So, you know, you, and they do. They they continue to say that there is quid pro quo. They continue to say that there is a link. Uh, they continue to say all of those things uh, against all evidence to the contrary. You know, the call, while it wasn't a perfect call. Oh, I, wait, I, it was not a perfect I call? I disagree with the president on the fact that <laughs> it was perfect. That's a perfect call. Have you ever used that phrase in your life ever? Uh, I just had a perfect call. Joking way, maybe? Uh Like, hey, how are you doing? Oh, perfect. Perfect. It's usually sarcastic, though, meaning (laughs) I really don't feel well at all right Uh now. Uh, How are you doing? Like, crap. (laughs) That's, That's what my perfect usually means. Now, Donald Trump meant... It was a perfect phone call, <laughs> like like actual perfection. Um, but uh, th- you know, there were some issues there, I think. But there was nothing to impeach this president over. There's nothing even really troubling in it. I don't think that it's just it's it's madness. And here we are still talking about it after all these months when it was just such a non-issue. Such a nothing burger, and we're just beating it to death. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh, also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Um, also, I wanted to. Uh, uh, we had some tweets here at Pat Unleashed from uh, Bovine Scatology. <laughs> this is a good reminder to Keith mm. uh, because you were complaining about. Uh, some of the Chinese oh third world customs. diseases that get on the yeah. get loose there mm-hmm. uh, and meat markets and where you eat bat and snake and mice. Bovine scatology reminds you that all cultures are equally right, Keith. Yeah, that's uh, a good point. Negative. All cultures are equally right. No. Uh, from BS Mariani, how much meat can be on a bat? Right. So not worth it. Who, Ugh. Uh, who thinks? Mmm, that looks good. Yum. Good eating right there. Look Cut how- them wings off and just eat the middle. Beady little <laughs> eyes. Oh, that's got to taste good. From Scotty Sweatman, yeah, Russia is not sure if any of their people have the coronavirus. They'll have to remember where to dig up the bodies and test them to find out. Amen. I, I think China is the same way. Mm-hmm. I don't think you can trust either one of those countries. Uh, Jacob in Alabama, you're on the blaze. Hi. Jacob. Hey, Jacob. You there? Yep. Yes, here. Good good to speak with you, Pat. How are you, you too. this morning? Good. I've got to some information about uh, tracking the Kenora virus. I'm um, trying to locate it all on the map here on our website that's tracking it. Uh, we're now devoting it full-time to tracking the Kenora virus in the United States, and our website's very helpful. It's um, it's an SSL secure site. It's called the EbolaOutbreakMap.com. We're okay. transferring over. I'm doing the Ebola, they're focusing on the coronavirus full-time. Right. And uh, we've got a lot of locations in the United States um, that are monitoring and then confirm cases. So we opened the site up. Anybody can go on now and register and s- submit cases if they know of one in their area. Like California had to confirm one last yesterday in L.A. So, And then Arizona has one. So there's a lot of them that are popping up. Yeah. And 
keep track of them all because they're all over the place. And we got videos from China that that's really, you know, that's it's showing us, you know, what's really going on there on our website too. And then what's it's we got some people on Twitter who are following actually in Wuhan and they're in their homes, so they're they're talking to them back and forth. So we got a lot of information on there. And if anybody has more information, yeah. uh, it's a really good site to see it right on the map. You know, we can see the little dot there where it's where it's at, and it's really easy to remember. Ebola outbreakmap.com and I was just talking to Jeffy last night and telling him about it he really he said he'd go on the site too and uh, I've been on with Jeffy before a couple times um, talking about during the last Ebola outbreak we still have an Ebola outbreak in Africa but this coronavirus is real here in America and it's all over the place and uh, I wasn't sure have you gone to um, Pat you can make it give it an endorsement or just recommend that our website you could, or your listeners could go to it okay it's Ebola outbreakmap.com and our email address is right on there if you know uh, anything more mm-hmm. details how many people on. still have ebola in africa it's about uh, 3000 now right now in africa active uh, 3000 confirmed so infection. more people have ebola than have coronavirus so far yeah, uh, that's true there's about 3000 right now in africa wow. that have and there was a, a couple of monitoring cases here in the United States. We had New York is actually hiring Ebola nurses. We saw the job ad. We have that printed, screen printed on our website. Yeah. New York City is actually hiring actively new Ebola nurses because they need apparently need a lot of Ebola nurses in New York City because they must have a need for it. Because why would you hire Ebola nurses and put job ads out everywhere You know, if you don't have a need for it? You just hire somebody because you don't have a need for it? Does that make sense, Pat? <laughs> it does. No, it doesn't seem to. All right, appreciate it. Thanks a lot, Jacob. Uh, so you can keep track of the coronavirus and Ebola. Uh, that is one-stop shop. It's your one-stop shop for all your uh, your pandemic fun. Uh, that'll be great. Uh, it's amazing. It's amazing how much of this stuff is going on, and uh, and we don't even know about it. I mean, I don't. I don't. That is a good question. Why would you hire Ebola nurses in New York? If nobody has Ebola, mm, unless you're expecting you just, you a massive ahead. Ebola Well, you outbreak. know how New York is. New York, <clears throat> they are on the cutting edge, and they plan ahead so well yeah, for oh, all yeah. of their societal needs. Right. And they get everything right. So they're just kind of like the, the New York is the Boy Scout of states, and they're just being prepared. They're just always prepared. If, if Ebola does arrive on their shores. Okay. Yeah, okay. That <laughs> makes perfect sense. All right. 888 uh, 3393. Let me tell you about uh, Rough Greens. That's R U F F Greens. Do you know the dry dog food has to have a two to three year shelf life? So that means dry dog food manufacturers sterilize their food when they make it. Uh, they kill anything that might be alive in your pet's food. So the unfortunate side effect of all of that is that in the process, they kill the good stuff. The probiotics and enzymes and the vitamins, the healthy microbacteria, these are all things that your dog needs but doesn't get from their food because essentially it's dead food. So I am really happy to have found Rough Greens VitaSmart. First of all, it's not a dog food. It's a healthy supplement that puts into your dog's food all the live nutrients necessary for superior dog health. This is really amazing because my dog is a pretty persnickety eater. She doesn't, uh, she picks at her food all day long. She'll take little pieces uh, out of her bowl, walk it over to the carpet we have, 
she puts it on the carpet and then she eats it there. I, I don't. Whoa! She doesn't eat it straight out of the bowl. Have you had, I don't understand. Have you had her why. checked? <laughs> huh? Yes, we've had her checked quite a few times. Uh-huh. Quite a few times. So she likes to eat off carpet. Yes. Uh, our last dog did that too. Uh, then he died. I think it killed him. Um, so. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. Didn't see that one coming. Anyway, she, <laughs> she, she, she just picks at it all day, and so the whole bowl won't be empty until yeah. like really late at night, right before bed. We put this on. We put the rough greens. Yeah. On top of it, you know, and you mix it in a little bit. Mm-hmm. She loves it oh that's awesome she wolfs it down in one sitting now wow uh she gets after that stuff i don't know she she loves the taste of it she and in in you know now she's getting the omega-3 the six nine uh the probiotics the enzymes the vitamins so no matter what you feed your dog the most expensive food on the market or if you just make it at home anything in between rough greens vitasmart will make your dog's food better if you want to see your dog thrive again, just go to roughgreens.com slash blaze. That's R-U-F-F greens.com slash blaze. Or call 833-MY-DOG-33. Pat Gray Unleashed. Did you see the video? I think this happened late last week of the dad... Uh, who uh, worked hard to pay for his his daughter's college education. Oh, yeah. yeah. And he confronted Elizabeth Warren. Mm-hmm. Because as we, as we talked about, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago, it's unfair what she's proposing. She is proposing that she's just going to forgive the debt of, uh, you know, millions and millions of people's college debt. Over a trillion, $1.5 trillion in uh, student loans. She's just going to wave a magic wand and they're going to be gone. Well, what about all the people who already paid for college? Paid for their college or their kids' college? They had to pay. What about them? Is that, are you going to give them, are you going to reimburse them? That's what he wants. It's a good case he makes. I mean, this dad. is a great case. Watch this. pretty pissed yeah yeah and she was laughing and he's like you're laughing at me but look my, my buddy makes more than i do and he's got what did he say new car what did he say i don't know um because you're gonna pay off his student debt whereas i saved for my daughter's college you're gonna pay me back that's not how it works <laughs> Oof. This why is, why isn't that how it works dangerous. yeah yeah that i mean that's really bad and people are gonna be pissed like that yep of course they're gonna be upset they did it the right way. They paid off their debt. They worked hard and they paid off their debt. And now she's just going to remove the debt from people who uh, uh, just went to college for free, I guess. They just got to go for free. It, it isn't, it's not fair. I mean, that can't be anything like fairness. And I thought the Democrats 
we're all about fairness. <laughs> I thought that's what they cared so much about was fairness. Yeah. Huh. That's strange. Also, uh, Joe Biden praising the DACA kids, uh, the DACA immigrants in Iowa. Uh, here he these is. These kids have come. They've done well. Most of these kids, there's over, there's a lot of them, and they're not just Hispanic, they're uh, Asian Pacific Islanders as well. And they, in fact, have done very, very well. In many cases, there are more Americans than most Americans are because they have done well in school. They believe wow. what they, the basic what? principles that wow. we all share. More I think they should be, in fact, fine, put on a path to citizenship. <laughs> more Americans wow. than our own kids. That sucks. That's unbelievable. And you just sit there and think, think, okay, yeah, yeah, right. They're better than our kids. You're right. They're doing better than our kids. Yeah, what? <laughs> I mean, the words that come to mind, uh, I just, I can't say on the air, but. Uh, <laughs> and see, the kids, the DACA kids he's talking about. That pisses Are actually going to go to college at a cheaper rate than that dad was. Uh, right. Uh, at yeah. Elizabeth Warren. Yeah, that's right. That's That's right. And they have all the right values. How do you know that? They're you more don't know American. that? They're more American than our kids. You, you, <laughs> Most of them are still loyal to their country, from what I can see. They're the country of their origin, of like Mexico or Guatemala or whatever else. That's what they talk about and chant all the time. They, they're more American than American kids? Shut up. Democrats, you have your work cut out for you my uh, week from today in iowa and how uh, do you choose from that terrible right. group and then so we got february 3rd and then february 11th mm. <sighs> how do you choose uh biden's a moron and uh you know he may have he might have some actual issues as far as his mental capacity mm-hmm. sanders is a socialist warren is a socialist mm-hmm. Buttigieg is the mayor of South Bend, Indiana. And uh, I'm big sorry. time progressive. Big time progressive. Who else we got on that and list? And not ready for prime time here. Come on. Oh, I mean, yeah. you, you don't go from mayor of South Bend to president of the United States. You just, no. I'm sorry. No. Yeah. And how, and no. as Democrats are trying to decide no. here in the closing weeks of their primaries, you know, he did a town hall with Fox News last night. You want to see him talking abortion? Speaking of Mayor Pete, let's see this. This is an interesting moment because President Trump spoke at the March to Life movement. He was the first president ever to actually appear at the March to Life movement. And I'm curious, Kristen, were you satisfied with the answer you got from the mayor? I was not because he did not answer the second part of my question. And the second part was the Democratic platform contains language that basically says that we don't belong, we have no part in the party because it says abortion should be legal up to nine months, the government should pay for it. And there's nothing that says that people have a diversity of views on this issue should be included in the party. In 1996 and several years after that, there was a language in the democratic platform that said that we understand that people have very differing views on this issue, but we are a big tent party that includes everybody. And so therefore we welcome you people like me into the party so we can work on issues that we agree on. Yeah. So I, my question was, do you, would you be open to language like that in the, the Democratic pap- platform that really did say that our party is diverse and inclusive and we want everybody? Well, I support the position of my party uh, that this kind of medical care needs to be available to everyone. 
and I support the Roe versus Wade framework. Pause uh, that for a second here. Holds that- so I, I support our party being non-inclusive. So the answer to your question, hun, is uh, no. Get out. No, I, I don't. There's no room for you. I'm sorry. Uh, we're far too radical now, and we don't care about you, quite honestly. We don't care about you. All right, let's see the rest. Early in pregnancy, there are very few restrictions, and late in pregnancy, there are very few exceptions. And again, the best I can offer is that we may disagree on that very important issue, uh, and hopefully we will be able to partner on other issues. So what do you, what do you say to Democrats who are pro-life, and there are obviously millions of them as well, no, I what don't do you think say so. to them on an issue of such deep conscience that they should overlook this particular issue and look at the whole sum of views or go find another party? Look, I've never encountered a politician or, or frankly, another person that I agreed with 100 percent of the time <laughs> and even on very important things. We may sometimes disagree. In other words, I want her uh, out of the party. At the end of the day, yeah, that's a pretty big this issue. This is what I believe. All right, enough. I, that's, a, that's too big an issue. Sorry. He, you're, so in other words, you're too right. Too big an issue. He's not ready he's, for nope, this. Nope, he's not. Not at all. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Welcome to it, 888-933-93, also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, where the Steve42 tweets, modern Democrats are an endangered species, if they even exist anymore. Moderate? Yeah, absolutely. They might be extinct. Yeah. I don't know. I, I see scant little evidence of them. Yeah. Kool-Aid with a C. Uh, more people tuned in to the news networks yesterday to see the coverage about Kobe Bryant than impeachment because Kobe Bryant was real news. Uh, yeah, that was uh, real sad news, too. Um, I actually have somebody, somebody actually took a video of the helicopter going down, and it is disturbing because you actually see the explosion. So if, you, uh, if you're too sensitive for this, you might want to turn away for a minute, but it's about, what, 20 seconds long, yeah. maybe? Um, here's what happened oh. the copter just spinning out of control. Nine souls. And then it explodes. Mm. Jeez. Oh, that is so horrible. I mean... They actually start crying because they understand. People just lost their lives there. Uh, Really, really horrific. Nine souls, um, along with, you know, Kobe Bryant and his daughter. Now, they said it was heavy fog. That didn't look like heavy fog. You could see it pretty clearly. But it looked like there was something radically wrong with the helicopter. Yeah. I mean, something mechanically went wrong with that. I, I, I don't know what, but uh, it was, there was definitely something, uh, something wrong there mechanically. So I, I don't know what happened to it, but it seemed like more than fog. Uh, Quiet Storm tweets, I'm interested in the amount of taxpayer money that's being wasted on this sham impeachment yeah, I that's know that we've heard. That's crossed my mind as well. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're obviously paying the salaries <clears throat> of uh, the senators to be there, you know, mm-hmm. and the representatives. And look, um, these are these are moments that aren't being used to pass uh, legislation to ruin our lives. If you look at it <laughs> that way. If, that's we're, true. If, we're, if we're paying them anyway, at least they're not. Very true. Okay. 
At least they're just sitting there wasting time. That's yeah. better than what they're usually so doing. They got, they got fidget spinners as part uh-huh. of their... Uh, uh, and, you know, Ted, Fru- Ted Cruz has got his phone still with him, right? You know, he's, he's, yeah, uh, he's not supposed to have it, but well, he does. Well, yeah, and I, I actually I sent him, um, you know, uh, a link to uh, download, you know, digital fidget spinners. I don't know if he downloaded anything because, um, hmm. you know, he's still sitting there with his phone. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, as much as this impeachment thing <clears throat> sucks, they could be passing legislation to ruin our lives. So, yeah. Bright side, silver lining, yay! Right. I'm, try- I'm trying, <laughs> man. Trying. There's not much there. Uh, no, there's uh, not much silver lining to this thing. But. And you were talking about, you know, there are no moderate uh, Democrats left. Joe Manchin says he's already leaning toward uh, uh, acquittal um, at this point. That's yeah. good. Yeah. So. That is good. Uh, Mitt Romney said he's already leaning toward more witnesses. <laughs> yeah. So Okay, so okay, balance it out. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> if there's any kind of boneheaded announcement to make, Mitt Romney, you can always count on Mitt Romney to make it. <laughs> he will do it. Whatever the stupid course is that you don't want the Republicans to follow, Mitt Romney is on that road. Yeah, he... <clears throat> boy, he's something else. Um... And and it makes you makes you think, take pause and go, yeah, maybe he wouldn't have been that great of a president after all. Because <laughs> yeah, there there are there yeah. were moments in the last term of Obama that I was thinking, boy, you know, Romney would have really handled this much better. Which he would have, no matter what. Yes. I mean, grab he, he would have been better than Obama. Grab any topic and yeah. he would have been better. Yes. But as we get further away from the uh, Obama years, there's just not much there to to be thinking hanging your hat on the old no, Romney. That's that's very true. Rack. Uh, 888-933-93, the Grammys were last night. Um, record of the year went to Billie Eilish. Yeah, you're you're, you're a fan of uh, Billie Eilish's I like her. stuff, yeah, right? I like her stuff. Mm-hmm. You would have heard of it. Uh, Bad Guy was the record of the year. Uh, the album of the year went to Billie Eilish. When We Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go? She had a good night. Wait, what's the difference between record and album again? Uh, well, record is just a song. Album is... Oh, is it? Okay. The album. Yeah, it's been mm-hmm. a while since I've mm-hmm. cared about mm-hmm. the Grammys. Plus, record is like the production values and how, you know, the all the the way it sounds. The song of the year is how good the song is. Wait, what? Song of the year also went to Bad Guy. Where's my list? Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell. Is that her brother? Sure. I think Phineas O'Connell's her brother. Um... Best new artist, Billie Eilish. <laughs> she, I'm sensing she had an theme. okay night. Yeah, she <laughs> she had an okay night uh, last night. Best rap or uh, song performance hire by DJ Khalid Khaled Khaled Nipsey Hussle, who's uh, we lost him right. We lost Miss Nipsey Hussle, I believe, and oh. John Legend. Uh, best rap album. Oh, this is, this is what I stayed up for. Tyler, the creator for Igor. I mean, that's how do you go wrong with that? Best comedy album, Sticks and Stones, <laughs> Dave Chappelle. Oh, cool. If the comedy special was any indication of that, uh, that went to the right place. Uh, and most of this other stuff. Best pop vocal album, Billie Eilish. Uh, wow. I mean, she just, best pop vocal album, Billie Eilish. Hmm. She just she swept this thing. I see. She swept it. Oh, Iggy Pop got a Lifetime Achievement Award. All right. Very good. good. Yay. Iggy, Iggy Pop. Iggy Pop, you know. Yeah, sure. You know, Iggy Pop. 
Uh, no, not oh. really. But um, uh, best urban contemporary album because I love you by Lizzo, who also won for best traditional R and B performance. Uh, so Lizzo had a good night too last night, and I, I was really hoping I for mean, Lizzo to have a good night. Sure, Lizzo. Uh, Billy Eilish, I mean, had a great night. Mm-hmm. However, look at the top of page three. Is that right there? That's oh, please. That's the award of awards. <clears throat> Best spoken word album. Uh huh. Here we go. Becoming Michelle Obama. Oh. Uh, so she's won a Grammy now. Okay, we just need her to win. A uh, an Emmy and an Oscar, and then she'll be in the same category oh. as uh, our hero Al Gore. <laughs> Would that be great? Is she uh, on the Netflix thing, or is that just Barack? You know, that's both of them. Okay, we'll see. Yeah, so they so she's oh, got a chance. She's on she's deck. Got a shot. I mean, that's unbelievable. Michelle Obama for best spoken word. Stop it. And you know, just because she was nominated, she was going to win that thing. You you knew that. It had to be. But here's what's kind of fun uh, last night. Some of the fashion statements were a little bit surprising. Like this one from Joy Villa. Trump, 2020. I mean, that's pretty brave. Come on now. Oh, she's not the first time she's been brave on that. No, she's done it three or four times in a row now. Yeah. She did it for uh, pro-life one year, and then she's done Trump the other three years, I think. And she had Trump 2020 on this side of her dress, and on the other side said impeached and reelected. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, she had a uh, she had a that's a bold and brave night. Okay, what what is this? Who's Ricky Rebel? And 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 you don't get to travel with your closet. What is that? Did, is it hanging somehow? And then she steps I out of it and turns around for us. I don't know. And she has some oh. stuff scrawled on her backside. It says, impeach this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who Ricky Rebel is, but I don't she either. needs to buy some more fabric. Uh, or take yeah, that closet do. that she's traveling with and drape it around her, but <laughs> impeach this. And then I don't okay. know who you are. She doesn't want a war. No Iran. war, Iran. Uh-huh. Okay. okay. Yeah, that's great. I don't know. Yeah, I don't want a was. war with Iran either. <clears throat> But I'm not going to wear it on my shirt. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. So there's a little look at the Grammys last night, uh, which I did not watch, not one second of. Did you watch any of it? I did not. I do not. You know, uh, I bet Jeffy did. Yeah, probably. Jeffy will have. I first sit- of all, I was sitting here trying to remember the last time I watched the Grammys. Yeah. And it has to be <sighs> this time. Is in nineteen ninety four? Because that was the year that U2 Zuropa won, you know, album of the year. And Bono got on stage mm. and said that Smashing mm-hmm. Pumpkins should have won instead. Oh, and, yeah. And he dropped an F-bomb or something. So anyway, um, that uh, so 26 years uh, in running uh, that it's been since I've watched the Grammys. Yeah, there's, I've, it's probably been about that long, too, for me, because music, first of all, music has changed yeah. a lot. Mm-hmm. And I don't like this stuff. That's come out? Nope. I mean, Sean Puffy Combs or Sean Love Combs or whatever he calls himself now. Is it Brother Love? Or P. Is that? Diddy, whatever. I, here's what he said uh, about music. Truth be told, hip-hop has never been respected by the Grammys. 
Hip hop never been respected. Yeah, we're not sure if we agree with that, Sean. Uh, woo! Three, like, three people here? did. Yeah, because three he's people talking. So I think we're supposed to. Mm -hmm. So, so right now in this current situation, it's not a revelation. Uh -huh. This thing been going on, and been it's not just going on in music. It's going on in film. It's going on in sports. It's going on around the world. Yeah. And for years, we've allowed institutions that have never had our best interests at heart to oh. judge us. Okay. And uh -oh. that stops uh -oh. right now. That stops right now. Uh, has rap never been respected? I, I don't. I don't. What? I mean. Is he, is he only talking about the Grammys? Because he can't be talking about, say, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I know. That puts hip-hop artists in way before right. rock. Right. Oh, come on. Hip-hop has never been respected. I mean, I, I don't even think it's music. I think, I mean, for them to even be nominated is a pretty amazing thing. Plus, they got their own category. What do you want? <laughs> you got your own category. What, what, do you, what do you want there to be? You want them to eliminate pop music completely from from the categories? I mean, I I don't know what you do to give mm -hmm. rap its due. I think it's got more than its due. Uh, there's a lot of people who still don't get rap. I mean, I I know I know that sounds like an old person thing. It's it's not. Are oh, you talking about racist? It's not racist <laughs> yes. that don't get it. Okay, well, yes, now right. I gotcha. Right. You, uh, of course, are in love with rap music, oh. are you? Mm -hmm. Of course I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Name me your favorite rap song this last year. Oh, just for the last year? Yeah. Oh, well, if you're going to pigeonhole me to <laughs> no, this last year. without the uh, Grammy list. Oh, I love uh, I love Racks in the Middle. Oh, who doesn't? By? Um, uh, you know, it was Nipsey Hussle featuring Nipsey Roddy Hussle. Rich and Hit Boy. Okay. Oh, Hit Boy is underrated. Awesome. I was so glad that Hit Boy got... Uh, some yeah. love. And Nipsey, you know, post yeah. po postpartum there. That's mm -hmm. uh that was good that he got his due. But um, you know, as far <laughs> as it goes with the rest of the rap world, it's just they're not, disrespected. It's apparently not respected they're much disrespected. at the Grammys because uh this list is uh I mean it's all rap. Oh. It's like there's like thirty eight rap categories oh, now. Tyler the creator. Yeah. You know, I, I mentioned Tyler the yeah, Creator. That's really uh well, I'm finding here. Maybe he's got something here. Let me see. Crazy. Hmm. I mean, that's that's like the uh, the time when was it Kanye that got up and said George Bush doesn't like black people? Wait, but he starts it with, "I'ma let you finish, Taylor." <laughs> <laughs> um, hold on a second. Um, uh, best folk album. You know, there, there's a there's a genre that doesn't get enough respect. Yeah. Huh, Sean? Mm-hmm. Folk. Folk music. And reggae. Really doesn't. Who won for best folk album? Of course it was. Mean. Patty Griffin. Oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Patty Griffin. Sure. And got a gospel album. Uh-huh. Long Live Love. And uh, best Latin pop album, El Disco by Alejandro Sanz. Oh, man. Alejandro. An I... opera recording gets mm -hmm. a nod. Wow. Historical album? Hmm. There's some weird uh, categories. Yeah, there. there are. New Age. Oh, gosh. Anyhow. Oh, there's jazz. Best. There's a category for best large jazz ensemble album. Boy, that's really niche. Come on here. Uh, regional Roots album? What is this? <laughs> regional Roots. They want to give 
everybody a Grammy. My ranky tank. Uh, this is like a participation trophy. If you participated in music anywhere, you're going to get a Grammy. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Pat Gray unleashed. And welcome to it. Great to have you here with us. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Because frankly, if you weren't here, there'd kind of be no reason for us to be here. Just be talking to each other, and that wouldn't be much fun. No, no, no. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. That was, don't take that. Per- don't yeah, take that a breath. Seemed a little, I was just, nah, I was just, <laughs> huh? A little emphatic for. Uh, all right. We were talking earlier about um, some of the polls that are out, especially the Fox News poll, and uh, then there's this other poll that shows it's a Gallup poll. It shows Trump's approval rating at 43.3. That's higher than when he was first inaugurated, which usually you have little honeymoon period. Uh, and But even after his, even after the inauguration, Trump was only at 41.3% approval. He's at 43.3% approval today. So it's gone up in the face of <laughs> 94% negative coverage. It's so fascinating. 94%. If he were treated fairly by the press, what do you think his approval rating would be? Oh, right 55, 60%. I think you're right. Yeah, I think it's right in there. I think it would be. But because it's nothing but negativity and people don't get exposed to other uh, other coverage at all, other than the network coverage, uh, because it's 94% negative on the networks and the impeachment thing is going on, and he still is at 43%, uh, I don't think there's any way he loses the election in 2020. Yeah. I'm I mean, feeling pretty confident about that now. Yeah. Well, Even though Fox News says everybody's ahead of him, Including Yang. Uh, they actually didn't say Yang, but they might as well have. Yang and Delaney, and Duval, Patrick, all leading him by 60 to 40%. Duval, Patrick beats him by 80%. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> they Wait. might as well say that. They didn't, but they might as well. Okay. It was everybody from, let me just see here. It was Bernie Sanders. Yes. Joe Biden. Yes. Mike Bloomberg is 8% ahead of Trump. Shut up. Elizabeth Warren, Pete Buttigieg, and Amy Klobuchar. All of those ahead of Trump. Amy Klobuchar is would beat Trump in a head-to-head today? Wait. You know she wouldn't. You know she wouldn't. No Tom Steyer? No Tom Steyer. Oh, wow. Yeah. That poor billionaire is just, he's not getting much for his money, apparently. Not, not much bang for the buck. I finally saw somebody somebody's ad other than Steyer or Bloomberg. I saw a, an Elizabeth Warren commercial over the Did weekend. Did you know? I think on ESPN. So <clears> yeah. a national buy? Yeah. Hmm. Yep, so she's she's spending some money here leading up to the Iowa caucus and, you know, spending it nationally rather than in just whatever state. Uh, hmm. So she must have some money to burn. I have yet to, I don't think I've seen a Buttigieg ad. No. I don't think I've seen Biden's ads. Maybe Bernie. Have you seen a Bernie ad? I'm trying to think. I saw Biden like I a while back. I don't think I've seen a, a Bernie ad. No. And I certainly haven't seen Klobuchar. Uh, but mostly I see Bloomberg. I mean, that oh, guy has, has purchased an amazing ad buy. Just incredible TV and internet by it's ev- he's everywhere, he's absolutely everywhere. 
888 Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. An introductory art course at Yale is going away because, well, obviously it was too white. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say because art sucks. <laughs> no. Oh, it's because white. Although it does. That's true, yeah. too. But, so, but whitey. You got a couple you know. strikes against it. Yeah. First of all, art sucks. Mm-hmm. Secondly, whitey. Mm-hmm. Uh, decades old and once taught by famous Yale professors like Vincent Scully. Introduction to art history, renaissance to the present. Once touted to be one of Yale's quintessential classes, but this change is the latest response to student uneasiness over an idealized Western canon, a product of a product of overwhelmingly white, straight, European, and male artists. <laughs> so the leftist. Ah, oh, this is pathetic. They they realize that the art that they love so much was produced by whitey white guys yeah and white uh, straight straight men white men from europe yep this spring the final rendition of the course will seek to question the idea of western art itself of course it will a marked difference from the course's focus at its inception art history department chair and the course instructor tim berenger said that he plans to demonstrate that a class about the history of art does not just mean Western art. Rather, when there are so many other regions, genres, and traditions, all equally deserving of study, putting European art on a pedestal is problematic. Is it, though? Is it all equal? I mean, it can't be. It can't all be equal. No. There's got to be something that's superior to the others. No, a clay pot that somebody, (laughs) you know, carved a face and you know eyes nose and mouth in not not the same as say uh um a monet uh, right <laughs> mona sorry. lisa okay. uh y- you name it name the western art or artist and is it is it just equal to whatever else from europe or a uh, form uh, asia or africa or australia i come on <laughs> I love it. I All, just I love it when 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 typical left centered um, arenas mm-hmm. get infected with liberal thought. Yes, it's fun. It, it is. <laughs> it is. And this is a you know a Yale an uppity elitist uh, class anyway at Yale, and now it's being infected by progressivism because uh, you can't you can't put Western art above any other kind of art. All art. I guess all art is created equal now, too, which is ridiculous. That's asinine. Of course that's not true. Behringer added that in two or three years, his department will offer a substitute class <coughs> to Introduction to Art History. But the new class will be a course equal in status to the other 100-level courses. Not the Introduction to Our Discipline claiming to be the mainstream with everything else pushed to the margins. Okay, well, good. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that'll be. Uh, I'd love to know what they're going to bring, what they're going to introduce to compete with uh, with the Western art. And it's bad, I guess, if you think that the Western culture is superior to any other. But I, I'm sorry, I do. I, I, I just do. Look where we are compared to the rest of the planet. You can't. You can't deny it. 
Yeah. Can you? How do you even deny it? It's not a racist thing. There's all kinds of races in the West. There's all. I mean, we've got white, black, Hispanic, Asian. We've got all manner of, of races that make up Western culture. So you can't call that racist. Yeah, and just last night, um, you know, some of our biggest mm. artists among us were um, awarded uh, at the Grammys. Right. You know, and every right. race, every race is represented. Yes. I mean, just look at, the, look at the winners list. Yep. I mean, I'm I mean, look- it's a who's who of of I, diversity. I see Lizzo right there. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> this is this is whoever Lizzo is. Uh, this is Lizzo. Right here. This is the lovely oh, Lizzo. That's Lizzo? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. Hmm. Better be. So you got Lizzo, you got uh Sean Love Combs. Um you had Billie Eilish. Mm-hmm. You so you've got women, uh, you've got blacks, you've got whites, you've got men, you've got women. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you want? Uh I bet RuPaul made a an appearance somewhere, so you probably had trans people as well. <laughs> <laughs> John Legend won there, yeah. Michelle Obama, I mean, I mean, look at this. Yeah, it's Dave a, Chappelle. It's a who's who of diversity. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray Unleashed. Watching this really. I mean, it's crushingly sad uh, Kobe Bryant memorial, really, that's going on on all the channels. And it's so sad, just heartbreaking that uh, he and his daughter and and seven others were killed yesterday in that helicopter crash in Calabasas. Just really, really sad. Seriously, something like that you put into perspective your own life, you know, and how every moment counts. I mean, that news broke and I was just hanging out with my own daughter. And it's just, you just never know, man. Yeah. Make every moment count in your life and tell your kids and those in your life how much you love them. Apparently, he was headed to coach his daughter's 13-year-old basketball team. Coaching, uh, I think, AAU basketball. Um, So just spending time with his daughter, you know, doing cool family things. Wasn't headed to a a party in uh, Las Vegas or or some uh, celebrity worship type of event, just going to coach his daughter's 13-year-old AAU team. Just really sad. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. You know, we forget he started in the NBA when he was 17 years old. Oh. 17. My goodness. Because at the at the time in '96, you could you could jump over college, you could skip college and go to the NBA, and then they changed that rule a few years later. Uh, but uh, uh, just really sad to have lost Kobe Bryant at 41 years old. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Apparently, multiple Democrat senators are considering voting to acquit President Trump. Multiple Democrat senators. One of them said, "I'll be very impartial till the end." But at least two of them are already signaling they could vote for President uh, Trump's acquittal. And the defense team has just barely started. <laughs> they still have two days left to, 
to Although, make their case. What's his face made a really good case on Saturday? What was his name? Uh, Pura. Hmm? Papura. Mike yes. Papura. Yeah, Papura. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, let's play that again because he, he laid out the six different things that you should keep in mind as we go forward in this Im- impeachment trial. What we're left with are six key facts that have not and will not change. First, the transcript shows that the president did not condition either security assistance or a meeting on anything. The Mm -hmm. paused security assistance funds aren't even mentioned on the call. Second, President Zelensky and other Ukrainian officials have repeatedly said that there was no quid pro quo and no pressure on them to review anything. Third, President Zelensky and high-ranking Ukrainian officials did not even know, did not (laughs) even know, the security assistance was paused until the end of August, over a month after the July 25 call. Fourth, not a single witness testified that the president himself said that there was any connection between any investigations and security assistance, a presidential meeting, or anything else. Fifth, the security assistance flowed on September 11, and a presidential meeting took place on September 25, without the Ukrainian government announcing any investigations. What? Finally, Mm -hmm. the Democrats' blind drive to impeach Mm -hmm. the president does not and cannot change the fact, as attested to by the Democrats' own witnesses, that President Trump has been a better friend and stronger supporter of Ukraine than his predecessor. Irrefutable. Yep, those are those are facts uh, that you can't argue with. I mean, you can argue with them, I guess, but it doesn't matter because people just know you're a buffoon. <laughs> they're just their absolute fact. It's uncontested. Uh, it's it's not even contested. Those six facts are not contested in any way. Uh, I love to do what the Democrats continually do. Of course, they're contested. I mean, the Democrats contest them all, the, but you can t- contest them all you want. Facts are facts, however, and and if you do your own research, you'll understand that those facts are solid and they're true. They're not my truth. They're not Republicans' truth. They're not Trump's truth. They're just plain true. They're just plain truth. So, you know, look into it for yourself if you don't believe it. I mean, read the transcript for yourself. It's available. What he said, that I mean, the number, the, the, the money wasn't even mentioned in it. The aid was not spelled out. All right, you need to do this uh, investigation of Joe Biden so that I can beat him in the upcoming election, or you will not receive the $400 million in military assistance. It was never spoken, ever. Okay, but, but the premise, you're losing sight. It's not Trump did something impeachable. <clears throat> it's the Maxine Waters principle that we're going to find something. Either way, he's gone. Right. That's all they're operating on. It is. It doesn't matter what the facts are. It's just, can we convince 67 senators to agree with this? And, and the answer is no, on? they can't. They can't consider. I mean, there's no way they can get, they can even get to a majority, let alone 67. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, you can, 
you can argue this for another year if you want to. You're not going to convince 67 Oh, and they're senators. going to. And they probably will. And when this and when this gets defeated start in the something else. in the next couple of weeks, mm-hmm. they'll do something else. Something's already in the works. Absolutely it is. You have to know this. Absolutely. After Saturday's trial session, which ended early to allow Democrats to hit the campaign trail, uh, Joe Manchin said Trump's legal team did such a good job <laughs> that their arguments are making me think about things. <laughs> Well, 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 you should. You're a senator. It's your job to that? think about things. But I'm glad you're finally coming around to that conclusion like that. as well. Oh, they're doing such a good job of thinking about things. Yeah, what a huh? What a concept. In a trial, you would think about things. Hmm, okay. <laughs> but hey, at least at least he's honest, right? Yes. <laughs> he said one thing stuck in my mind, and that is that there isn't a witness they have had so far that had direct contact with the president. Yes. Joe Manchin for you. Yep. I'd love to hear from Mulvaney and Bolton. Mm. Well, Bolton didn't have direct con- He didn't have direct contact with Trump on this on this call. He wasn't on the call and he wasn't a part of uh any of this Ukraine thing as far as I know. At least according to President Trump. Uh moderate Senate Democrat Doug Jones from Alabama has also signaled a willingness to remain impartial and consider voting to acquit Trump. I'm hoping to hear the facts and the rebuttal from the president, so I think that's only appropriate. Nice. Then you got, of course, on the other side, Mitt Romney, who signaled that he'd like to hear from witnesses. I, I want to hear from more witnesses like John Bolton. Thank you, uh, Mitt. Thank yeah. You. <laughs> well, that's apparently great. the Bolton-related uh, breaking news today is this uh, New York Times uh, report that came out um, late last night that says that... um, He thinks there's a link. Well, let's see. Um, This is a Fox News story. Uh, Let's see. Included a claim that... uh, This this is a book. Bolton's manuscript for a book, apparently, was just submitted. Oh, wow. And it includes a claim that Trump Mm -hmm. explicitly linked a hold on Ukraine aid to an investigation of Joe and Hunter Biden. Trump told Bolton in August, according to a transcript of Bolton's forthcoming book reviewed by the Times, quote, that he wanted to continue freezing $391 million in security assistance to Ukraine until officials there helped with investigations into Democrats, including the Bidens, end quote. And that's in a that's in the manuscript of a Bolton book about to come out. Well, so, if it's in a manuscript sure. of a Bolton book, mm-hmm. <laughs> then, then you that, could take that right to the bank. Well, that's what you? that's what Democrats are hoping moves the needle today. I know. It's it's not going to. I hope. I mean, that's that's scant. That's nothing. That's a nothing burger, just like the rest of the stuff. And let's just say that this is absolutely accurate. Fine. Whatever. So? Who cares? I know. It has so nothing what? to do with the election. It has everything to do with the misuse of the vice presidential office yes. by the predecessor, right. Joe Biden. That's correct. This has the take 2020 out of this. We're looking at corruption that happened in the past. Will you investigate that for us? Because we got to root it out of our government. I mean, this is the U.S. Treasury. It's so easy to just put this in the context of U.S. interest. It's in the interest of the country. Not just a a person, not just Donald Trump. It's in the interest of the country to root out that corruption. Ukraine was a funnel for corruption of the last administration. And everybody knows it. Everybody knows. So why, why do we have this sham continuing to go month after month after month? 
uh, you know, they're so puzzled that the uh, that the spectator gallery in the Senate is <laughs> is half empty. They don't understand why why aren't people watching our showboating here? Where is everybody? Oh, how come come they're not? watching what we're doing we're here. making history for these people <laughs> these ingrates don't even show up and watch us play with our <laughs> fidget spinners i love it <laughs> i love the fact that nobody's uh, very few people are watching on tv and they're certainly not showing up in the gallery <laughs> why because they don't care if they're an, done if an impeachment happens <clears throat> in the senate and nobody shows up it didn't, didn't it happen, happen? <laughs> you know i think most people have just made up their minds already Okay, we got it. All right? We understand. There was no quid pro quo. We're not concerned about this. We've got an election coming up in November. If we want to remove him, we will. Why don't you leave that to us? Seriously. Well, okay? I mean, remember last week we had a shift saying that, um, uh, effectively saying, we can't wait till November. Yeah, that's we can't let We can't let the people decide. Because <clears throat> he's going to steal that election if we do. Mm-hmm. That's his inference. Uh, it's, and it's despicable. It's un-American. It, it's pathetic. Meanwhile, President Trump showed up at the March for Life. This is the first sitting president to attend one of these marches. Wow, George Bush didn't do this? Huh. No. Certainly Obama didn't. You know that. You know Clinton wouldn't. Did they go on? Was it going on when H.W. was there? Or Reagan? It's hard to believe, but on the right, remember... I think it goes back to Reagan, and he didn't even do it. Remember, um, the uh, it used to be much more, um, uh, I don't know, counter even to the Republican Party to be pro-life. Uh, so I guess it was like sticking your neck out. This has been going on since 1974, the first March for Life. So even before Reagan, mm-hmm. wow. Carter and Ford as well. None of them. Wow. Ford. Carter, Reagan, H.W., Clinton, uh, W. Bush, uh, Obama. Seven U.S. presidents didn't bother to go. This one did. And 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 when you say, well, can mm. you say anything nice about Trump? Well, he shows up here. He speaks at this event. He's a, he's a big fan of Israel more than any predecessor as well. I mean, there's so many things By that far. he has done yep. that previous presidents absolutely have not. Here's what he said. The majesty of God's creation. When we hold a newborn in our Mike arms, Lee right behind him. we know the endless love that each child brings to a family. When we watch a child grow, we see the now splendor the that radiates from each human soul. One life changes the world from my family. And I can tell you, I send love and I send great, great love. And from the first day in office, I've taken a historic action to support America's families and to protect the unborn. And during my first week in office, I reinstated and expanded the Mexico City policy, Mm -hmm. and we issued a landmark pro-life rule to govern the use of Title X taxpayer funding. I notified Congress that I would veto any legislation that weakens pro-life policies or that encourages the destruction of human life. 
great. At the United Nations, I made clear that global bureaucrats have no business attacking the sovereignty of nations that protect innocent life. Unborn children have never had a stronger defender in the White House. And as the Bible tells us, each person is wonderfully made. We have taken decisive action to protect the religious liberty. So important, religious liberty has been under attack all over the world and, frankly, very strongly attacked in our nation. You see it better than anyone, but we are stopping it. And we're taking care of doctors, nurses, teachers, and groups like the Little Sisters of the Poor. That's cool. Wow. That's great. And you remember, like, on Friday, you and Jeffy had the uh, footage of him uh, getting on the plane at Davos. Remember, he was inviting uh, Governor Greg Abbott onto Mm -hmm. the plane. He was racing back early from that. To to attend. To attend that. Yeah. Which is pretty awesome. Yeah. And again, the only sitting president to ever do that. Out of the last seven, while this march has been going on, uh, seven presidents ignored it. But this president did not. So, yeah, there's another uh, another great thing that, you know, I didn't expect when he was running for office. And that's it's just, just you, can't, you can't dispute some of the great things that he's done. That's fantastic. He's taken a stance for life. Uh, nice to see Alveda King and uh, and Mike Lee that was standing cool. behind him. Framed nicely. Yeah. <laughs> Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, looks like there's some breaking news about the helicopter. Yeah, footage. the, the helicopter footage. Real. Yeah, that we showed earlier um, may very well not be of uh, Kobe Bryant's uh, helicopter. Might so, be some other helicopter yeah, crash. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's not confirmed, but at this point, it doesn't look like it uh, is. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh, there, there was also there's a big controversy right now because a spiritual special spiritual advisor to the white house um you know like the the spiritual advisors to barack obama remember how how uh left wing they were how nutty they were and how the media just didn't care about anything they ever said ah that doesn't mean barack obama feels that way yeah uh president trump is not getting the same consideration with his spiritual advisor. Uh, the special advisor to the White House Faith and Opportunity Initiative, Paula White, had some interesting things to say, and now, of course, uh, the left is jumping all over it. Here's what she's... Hey, 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 hey! We interrupt that which has been deployed to hurt the church in this season, that which has been deployed to hurt this nation in the name of Jesus. Forgive us! for our sins. Come on, I need you guys to pray. We cancel every surprise from the witchcraft in the marine kingdom. Any hex, any spell, any witchcraft, any spirit of control, any Jezebel, anything that the enemy Mm. desires through through spells, through witchcraft, 
through any way that is manipulation, demonic manipulation, we curse that. We break it according to the word of God in the name of Jesus. We come against the marine kingdom. We come against the animal kingdom. The, any, the woman kingdom. that rides upon what? the waters, we break the power the in the name kingdom. of Jesus. And we declare that any strange winds, any strange winds that have been sent to hurt the church, sent against this nation, sent against our president, sent against myself, sent against others, we break it by the superior blood of Jesus right now. In the name of Jesus, we arrest every infirmity, affliction, fatigue, weariness, weakness, fear, sickness, any self-righteousness, any self-serving action, God. Let pride fall. Let okay. pride fall. Let pride fall. Let pride fall. Right. In the name of Jesus, fall. we command all satanic pregnancies to miscarry right now. Wait, we declare what? that anything that's been conceived in satanic wombs, that it'll miscarry. It will not be able to carry forth any plan of destruction, any plan of harm. Mm. Wait, so we're getting wow. a lot there. Yeah, there's a lot there. <clears throat> so, wow. Okay, well, obviously the satanic, we're asking for the miscarriage of satanic babies. Are little baby demons being carried right now or what? I don't What's know. What's the backstory on that? I, That's what I need to know. I'd love to know the backstory on that. But I, She didn't really share the back the backstory. I but um she says now it was a metaphor, I think. Oh. It's a metaphor. Yeah. A satanic womb? Yeah, that's a metaphor. Or a great band name. I don't know what it's a metaphor for, but... uh, But then she wants to... What was this whole thing going after the animal kingdom and the marine kingdom? I mean, we're not going to be able to coexist, human being and fish, the way uh, George W. Bush asked us to. Right, right. If if we've got preachers, you know, suggesting we... (laughs) Go, go against, against the, the marine, marine kingdom. kingdom. Yeah. Just... I don't know. That's interesting stuff. I don't, uh, I'm not familiar with Paula White and her ministry, but uh, that was, that's interesting. Um, <laughs> a lot there. Yeah, there is. Uh, and, you know, the, the left is all up in arms. You, you saw the right wing watch on, uh, on the video because that's who, Mm-hmm. You know, was paying attention there. Yep. Um, did they care about all the things that Jeremiah Wright was saying when, oh, he, no. when he was damning the United States of America? Stop. When he was talking about what a racist nation this was, <laughs> when he was talking about the fact that the U.S. military developed AIDS to try to kill off black people. I mean, come on. None of that stuff mattered to them then. But now all of a sudden the Marine Kingdom stuff is... That's at the top of their watch list. Okay, whatever. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Speaking of all of this <clears throat> pro life and abortion talk, according to the top Arizona court, divorced women can't use frozen embryos. A woman can't use her frozen embryos to have a baby over opposition from her ex husband. Under the terms of the contract they signed with a fertility clinic, according to the Arizona Supreme Court. The high court ruling ends a case that drew support from social conservative groups for the women. Uh, Ruby Torres, who had her eggs fertilized prior to treatment for an aggressive cancer in 2014 that rendered her infertile. Uh, After the couple divorced in 2017, her husband didn't want to have children together and asked the court... To order the fertilized eggs donated under the terms of the contract. 
Hmm. A trial court ruled that the contract left it up to the courts to determine the fate of the embryos and then sided with her ex-husband, John Terrell, saying his interest in not having children uh, that he would be financially responsible for outweighed her right to have a biological child. Huh. Although you could conceivably do it have a child with somebody else right yeah but aren't these already <clears throat> fertilized then with him? they might they must be yeah yeah they must be already fertilized yeah it does say the fertilized eggs donated so, under the terms of the contract so hold on so a court in the united states says that you need the guy's permission to create life yeah where does that come from wow. but you don't need his permission to, to end it end life got it <laughs> all right yeah it makes it all makes sense uh, except what for not. It really doesn't make any sense. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. But the pro-life people were on the woman's side uh-huh. that she should be able to have that baby, even against his will. <sighs> okay. Now, if his will was against the abortion, you know they would have ruled right. on her side. And he wouldn't have had anything to do with it. Sorry, it's not your body. You don't have a say. You're just the dad. You don't count here. So beat it. (laughs) Oh, boy. Society's fun, is it not? Yeah. And it's so... I think the word you're looking for, Keith, is consistent. No. (laughs) So weird. I don't... I don't know. Whatever. Uh, Well, they keep ruling in favor of... uh, Against life. Not in favor of anything, but against... Life being created, right? Again, yeah. In both cases, they're ruling against life. That's uh, amazing. Yeah, and by the way, um, housekeeping, uh, being informed uh, through Twitter, um, at Pat Unleashed, um, uh, previous presidents have addressed the March of Life. uh, Yeah, but they've never been there in person. Right, through like a videotape or something, but not in person, which I think takes a lot more guts than to stand there and record something. Yeah, I think so too. 888-900-3393. See you tomorrow.